0: Hello, and welcome back to the Daily Study of the Way of Mastery. I'm Jason Amoroso, your guide and friend. And today, on this beautiful day, we continue with lesson 12, receive the pearls of grace. You don't have to go out and get them. You don't have to effort so hard. Just receive them. They're right there for you. We're gonna look at lesson or section two, discover the obstacles to love. For when we discover what obstacles we've been holding up against love or in the way of love, we can simply let them go. We can simply let them go. Rumi, seek not for love, for that's your natural state. You don't have to seek for what you already are. Just seek up all the obstacles you built up against love, the tiny mad idea that you're separate, that you lack something, that you have to go outside of yourself to be more fulfilled, to fill some emptiness that exists, to get some worthiness that you lack. Nonsense. Those are the obstacles that we've built up to love and they just get passed down. Or it just becomes the, I don't know, zeitgeist. Is that the right word? The paradigm that that we grow up in, the matrix that we that we enter into. And then we start to see, discover the obstacles. We, no one else has been doing it. We've been holding up inside of ourselves that withhold, that keep love at bay. And we simply see them. We see their effects and we make a different choice. We say, I don't want that anymore. This is what we're learning. So we continue with paragraph 11 where Jeshua says, transformation is not complete unless it envelops, encompasses and is expressed through the very life you know, right there on your speck of dust, whirling about one sun in a small part of the universe, expressed on your earth, and in your time frame, your relationships, your experience, and in your life as you know it, as you live it, as you breathe it, as you feel it. Feel is in italics. So we're talking about the way of transformation It's coming up after this lesson. And the way of heart is, is laying the groundwork, laying the foundation, preparing the soil of our consciousness to receive the gifts of the divine the pearls of grace and this is an invitation into transformation to go from one thing to another and really we're not going anywhere we're not changing we're not evolving it it feels like we're evolving But we're already all of it. We're already at the cellular level, cellular, cellular level. We're already perfect, whole, complete. We're a wave in the ocean. The ocean doesn't get more perfect. Now it expands. And in that way, I guess you can say it it evolves, but it doesn't change into anything more perfect. It just keeps expanding and amplifying in its love. So transformation is not complete unless it envelops, encompasses and expressed through the very life you know. Meaning, and we've seen this all over the place, people who talk, whether it's leaders or just regular people who talk all the right things, they say all the right things, whether it's the religious leaders that are spouting scriptures, but then it's revealed that in their private life, they're doing the, (laughs) the very thing in which they're against what they're preaching about. We've all seen that, the the hypocrisy. It's because the intellect is limited, and that's okay. The intellect is of the ego. By definition, it's limited. So we've all seen even spiritual people who say all the right words, all the right vibing, but their life is, they're living, what they're actually doing is incongruent with what they're saying. And we all know that what we do, how we express ourselves really reveals where we're at, reveals our state of being. You can't say one thing and then do the opposite. But the saying of of all the nice flowery love and peace and forgiveness and compassion and say all that stuff actually is, is your energy. No, you can't fake vibration and energy and who you're being, the level of being that you're showing up as. But we've all seen that. So what Jeshua is saying is, We have to transcend or deepen beyond just the intellectualizing of concepts and ideas and become love, not talk about love, not just talk about love. It's nice to talk about love, but become love expressed, become generosity expressed, become joy expressed. Regardless, this is the key, regardless of the situation that seems to be outside of you, the circumstances of the world? Can I be joy expressed if everything on the outside world seems to be crumbling, but everybody else isn't joyful? They're all fearful and they say that if I'm not fearful with them, I'm part of the problem. If I'm not fearful with them, then I'm living in my own fantasy world but we know my kingdom is not of this world. Can I be joyful because my joy is not determined by what's happening outside my circumstances? I choose my experience. This is the the message of the Christ love. This is the message of every true free being that's ever walked this planet, Jeshua being one. Oh, you want to imprison me? You want to crucify my body? I am free. I am in total love and joy. That sounds crazy to most of the world. Nelson Mandela, you want to imprison my body and try and limit me, my spirit? I'm free, even if you think I'm in prison. I'm not Bob Marley. The mental prison is the real prison. So free your mind. There's so many, all of the most inspiring people on the planet that have walked this earth have understood this and lived it and maybe taught it. So transformation is not complete if we just talk about it or we just think it. It must become us, it must envelop, encompass, and express through the very life that you know. Right here on this one little speck of dust, whirling around one sun in one small part of the universe, the existence of the universe, the vastness of it is incomprehensible to our brain. I think about the different uh, dimensions and densities that you hear about in all this 5d talk and all these different new spiritual kind of teachings or old spiritual teachings that are now getting more attention and it makes me think about and again i i'm not a bible expert by any means there's certain lines that maybe stick stick with me and one of them is in my father's house there are many mansions i think that's one of it or many rooms in the mansion see i'm messing it up even now but. And I've heard this and it made sense to me. It's like that's the different dimensions that are available. There's so much more than we can just see, hear, taste, touch, and smell with our five senses. This is the third dimension. But there's so many other dimensions in consciousness that exist. And we are being invited into these other ways of experiencing life. It's not just this tiny little life on this little planet in this vast and comprehensible cosmos. But we, it must be expressed through us wherever we find ourselves to be, whether you're in a body, sitting in your car, driving. I'm in our guest bedroom because it's the quietest place in the house. You might be out traveling for work away from your family. Wherever you find yourself in this very moment, that's all that matters. Are you expressing, enveloping, encompassing love? That's it. It doesn't matter what's happening. The economy is great. The economy is bad. Your loved ones are all healthy and happy or they're all sick and dying. Uh, It doesn't matter. You just got fired from your job. You just got promoted. It doesn't matter what's happening. This is the message. This is freedom. And I'm not saying it's easy. Of course, for most of us, it's not easy. But we're in school. We're here to learn. We're here to experience and practice. Make mistakes and learn and grow and keep opening. Expressed on your earth, in your time frame, your relationships, your experience, and in your life as you know it. Not in some fantasy life you dream about, in your life right now. Oh, one day when I'm more organized and I have it more together, then I'll be happy, then I'll be successful, then I'll feel some relief. One day when my partner stops blaming me for their problems, then I'll feel happy, then we'll have more intimacy, then I can feel more joyful. One day when this thing happens out there in the future, then I'll feel a certain way. No, we all know that's a recipe for suffering. We all know that. We forget it, but I'm reminding you. So can you, to the best of your ability in each moment, through your intention, this is not, no one is ever saying be perfect and judge yourself if you're not. No one's saying that. But can you in each moment, right where you are in your life, right where you are in your life, open your heart. Commune, spend five minutes meditating, residing as a Christ. Affirming over and over again, opening your heart up to, choosing thoughts of love. As you live your life right now, as you breathe it, the breath is such a beautiful, simple reminder of the grace of God, of abundance. When we inhale, we're not like, oh my God, I don't know if the next inhale is gonna be there, so I gotta hoard this, I gotta save it for the rainy day when the next breath isn't gonna be there, so let me hold my breath. Oh no, no, we gladly exhale, knowing that the very next inhale is right there for us. That's abundance. Breath can remind you, it's so simple, of the abundance of God, of love, of life. And as you feel it, we are again being reminded feeling is the gateway to the kingdom, full, unfettered feeling. You can't just think about Christ. You can't just think about God. It must be experienced; It must be felt. And that takes courage. A lot of us don't want to feel. A lot of us feeling, we don't know what to think about it. Ooh, that's, that's so true to me, that just came in. We don't know how to think about our feeling. What does this mean? Why do I feel this way? Instead of just letting it be, I feel, I'm feeling. I don't need to make meaning of it. It doesn't need to mean anything about me. It doesn't mean to be any, it doesn't need to mean something. Now, the, if there is a meaning, it may be revealed to me as I feel fully. But when I'm trying to figure it out, that's scary. I don't know why I have these feelings or how big these feelings are, how long they'll last. I just feel something that's a lot and I wanna either not feel it or blame someone else for why I feel a certain way. This is uncomfortable. And so we try to avoid it. We try to repress it. We try to suppress it. And again, I'll bring you back to, I think I've shared this on the podcast before, the book, there's many books by this author, David Hawkins. The book Letting Go is, in my opinion, a must-have in every human being's library. Letting Go by David Hawkins. It is perfect. It is beautiful. It is enlightened. Jeshua continues, so let the breath flow and realize that you have the freedom to go back over the previous lessons and see if there's anything that you missed. As you do that, do it from a place of Christedness. I am that one choosing to enter the way of transformation, whereby human consciousness, the human lived experience, becomes the living expression, the fruit which has sprung forth from the soil in which the roots of grace, love, and healing have been well planted. Beautiful. So let the breath flow. As a breathwork facilitator and somebody who's been practicing the breath and shares that gift with other people, I know firsthand when I'm overthinking, when I'm in fear or worry or doubt, when I'm out of balance of any kind, when I'm in my head, overthinking, anxious, I'm not breathing. Either I'm not breathing at all, I'm barely breathing, very shallow. And of course we know that you're not, your body's not getting enough oxygen when you're breathing shallow, so your brain doesn't get enough oxygen and your brain can't think clearly, can't process information when it doesn't have enough oxygen. So let the breath flow. Slow, deep inhales in and out through your nose. When you're worried, just come back to your breath. Slow, full, deep inhales. Slow and deep. Let it flow and realize that you have the freedom. You can go back over the previous lessons. Again, I say this every time. There's no rush here. It's not about just getting through it. Oh, yes, I made it through lesson 35. Now I'm on to the next book. What's the next next spiritual teaching? That's not really – you can do that with anything. But when you slow down and you come back to it over and over again as you live your life, you come back six months later, a year later, you've gone through a bunch of stuff. Hopefully you've learned through and grown through that stuff. You're going to hear things differently. You're going to read something in lesson one that you're like, oh, my gosh. And I'll say this again and again and again. You're going to come back to lesson one and sit and be like, oh, my gosh, this this is the whole teaching. They could have just made the book lesson one and that would have been enough. So see something that you missed or see something maybe that's a little deeper than you first thought, and do it from a place of Christedness, meaning give up being the seeker, constantly seeking. Seek and do not find, be the find one who is found, be a finder. Oh, I'm coming from, it sounds like blasphemy. Well, I do all these mistakes, I I sin, I have all these impure thoughts, I'm not the Christ. What am I, pretending to be the Christ? I'm not there yet. And Jeshua's saying, oh, but you are. You only think you're not. So be bold enough and humble, one of the five keys to the kingdom. Be humble enough to know who you are, to claim who you are. Not from an ego, I'm better than, or somehow I'm special, the specialness of the ego. But to be truthful and say, I am a child of the divine. I am the Christ made manifest. I am that one choosing to enter. I'm choosing to enter the way of transformation. It's not happening by accident, and it's not happening because I earned it. I've proven myself worthy to, who are you proving yourself worthy to? I don't know. Yourself, maybe God, Who? it doesn't even matter. No, I'm just choosing to enter. I'm saying yes to what's already been given to me. If I give you a gift, and you say, oh, I'm not worthy of that gift. I'm not worthy of the gift. And you have it. It's at your house. I'm not worthy of that gift. And then one day you're like, oh, I'm worthy. I'm going to unwrap the gift. It's been yours the whole time. The gift was yours. It's, it's at your house. It's right in front of you. You've just chosen not to unwrap it and enjoy it or receive it. That's, a, that's actually pretty good. That just came through. That's a pretty good analogy. We've been given the gift. It's ours. It's already ours. We, you can't give it away. You can't get rid of it. You can deny it. You cannot accept it for yourself. But it's already yours. So I am that one. We're, cl- it's we're making a claim for ourselves. I am that one. I'm choosing the to enter the way of transformation, whereby human consciousness, my consciousness, the human lived experience, like my life, not just. I think and talk about something for five minutes a day, and then I go back to being fearful in my job and with money and with my in my relationships. I'm defensive, and that's my kind of real experience of life. But then I get to you know go to church once a week and, and feel good for 45 minutes, but then I go back to uh, being a bastard and greedy and selfish and, and uncaring. The rest of my week. No, this is your daily lived experience. Because you know why it's you can't escape it because it's your consciousness. You take your consciousness with you everywhere you go, because in truth, you are consciousness and you're not really going anywhere. So you can't escape yourself. So my very lived experience in every experience that you have, every single instant you're creating your experience by which perception you choose to reside in truth or falsehood separation or oneness. So that it becomes the living expression of my being, the person who embodies this for me that I personally met and spent time with, who who lives this, who it's the their way of being, it is and was my coach Steve Hardison, and his website is theultimatecoach.net I think not.com, the ultimate coach. People wrote a book about him called The Ultimate Coach check him out. He and just like everyone doesn't like rocky road, not everyone likes the flavor of Steve Hardison. And on some some he he's he's a unique being as we all are and he embraces who he is and he is the Christ made manifest in my experience, pure love in his own way. Intense, amazing, glorious, intense. So that's that that's been the model for me in my experience. Yes, Jeshua, but I've never—now, let me just say this. Let's just be real. I've never met Jesus in the flesh, not that that makes it any less real. But my experience with Steve Hardison was like, oh, I get it now. And he's a huge student of the way of mastery, huge, which was so cool to realize when I hired him as my coach. I didn't know that, and then I found out. And we shared that in common. It was really cool. Check out Steve. He lives it. He he is it. It's not something he talks about and tries to do. Full on is in the Christ consciousness. The fruit which has sprung forth from the soil in which the roots of grace love, and healing have been well planted. This is transformation. This is what we're doing. This is what you're doing listening to this podcast. You could be doing so many other things. You could be listening to so many podcasts. You know, I've got podcasts that are about like business and marketing. I've got podcasts that are about, you know, movies from the 80s and 90s. It's entertainment. I've got podcasts of comedians. You know, there's all different kinds of podcasts. Most of the ones are either like educational or entertaining. There's so many other things you could be doing with your time, but you're choosing to Immerse yourself and surround yourself in the consciousness of this, of the way of mastery. That's amazing. You are preparing the soil. But don't make the mistake of comparing yourself to anyone else that's also preparing the soil. That's a fool's errand. We all know that. Don't compare your journey to me or to somebody else or your partner or your friend or some teacher guru you saw online. Stop comparing yourself. You're exactly where you need to be. Your curriculum is yours, no one else's. It's the eye of the needle you need to pass through. No one can do it for you. Jeshua, Jesus, uh, Buddha, no one can do it for you, nor do any of the enlightened beings want to because they know it's yours to do. That's the gift of it. The little chick needs to break through the egg. It needs, let's say, the struggle. It needs to do it on its own or else it dies if you just crack open the egg the chick dies if you just if you just open up the the cocoon the the butterfly dies it needs to go through that process the same for us we forget that we're so detached from nature from life the natural order in our modern world get out in nature go for a walk everything that you need you'll see in nature and you'll see it, it's inside of you already. It's in the order of things. It doesn't need to be tinkered or perfected or improved. That's why in some level, like personal growth, personal development, personal improvement, you don't need to improve yourself. That's ego thinking, the self, capital S self, is beyond perfect, beyond amazing, beyond magnificent. Really what personal improvement is is getting all the other crap out of the way to be yourself because the self is the Christ. This is what we're doing. This is what you're doing, listening to this podcast, doing your five-minute meditation. If you're not – start a new streak. Start a, If you're not up to lesson nine, you don't know what I'm talking about, then just keep reading every day. Keep journaling every day. Keep meditating every day. This is what we're doing in our year long way of mastery course. Like how every single day can I keep these things in my consciousness? Can I practice them? Can I use the things that don't work out in my favor in my life and what I don't like to see it as the stepping stones, to see the hard conversations and all of these challenges we have in our life. They're not in the way. They are the way, they're the way through. So don't avoid them. Don't try to escape them. Don't judge them. Be grateful for them. They're revealing the blocks in your consciousness to love. They're revealing the fear that's deep in your subconscious. That's in the roots of fear. So say thank you and see them and use them for what they are. And we do it together because when you're on your own, man, it could be so hard when you're with other people doing the work, making mistakes together, encouraging each other. It's so much easier, so much better, in my opinion, for me. So I love you guys. Thanks for listening. If you're having, if you get value from this podcast, please like, subscribe, share it with somebody, share it, let it grow, give it a good review somewhere, Apple podcast or wherever. And uh, love you guys. We'll see you next time.